0: M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation.
1: Wow. This is a very special M. Salation conversation. My co-host has decided he'll join me for one of them today. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I mean, you're only here for the glamour, aren't you? I'm sure Jamila Rizvi feels great about this. I would love
0: to speak to Jamila Rizvi. Huge fan.
1: <laughs> well, she's going to do a feature on us for the uh, a newspaper. How cool is that?
0: that that's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, That's it's pretty, pretty untoppable.
0: At- we all know yeah. that I'm actually here because I'm worried you're going to embarrass me in front of the special <laughs> guest.
1: <laughs> 100%. A million. Patrillion. I've had so many panicked text messages. <laughs> like I could read them out. Some of them are in capitals. Do not Oops. embarrass me. Yeah,
0: do not. <laughs> but also I realise, and this is a clue, the person in question has seen me in at about on the dance floor in numerous end of production parties. So I have likely embarrassed myself as much as any human <laughs> can embarrass themselves in front of another person. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm worried about really. <laughs>
1: Look, it's very exciting. It's the 10th anniversary of Offspring. The show, Michael, was very heavily involved in writing and um, the star of us joins us today. Asha Keddie.
0: <laughs> Gold, lowly, winner. Yeah. Queen of Australian yeah. drama. I just gave her that yeah. name, but it feels right, doesn't it? <laughs> it?
1: does. Oh, I would never argue anything to do with Asha. She's, she's just flawless. She's luminescent. <laughs> she's ethereal. She's omnipotent. Oh, that's
0: a lot of things.
1: Yeah. She's, of course, Nina, Dr. Nina Proudman um, in Offspring, the most beloved character, I think. being be in the top ten most beloved characters. You know, up there with Madge from Neighbours, Molly from A Country Practice. Nina would definitely be in the top ten most beloved TV characters.
0: And I should say Billy Proudman as well is also beloved and oh. as you constantly point out, <laughs> has very regularly has some suspiciously M-sounding lines. Yes. <laughs>
1: Billy Prattman, <laughs> aka Emra Ciano. and aka M. Rassiano. and of course,
0: and of course, you know, obviously, Cat Stewart. We're going to wind oh. our way to her. Don't you worry yes. about that in time. Hello,
1: yes, we love Cat. Cat's one of our number one emulators. Hello, Cat Stewart. We love you, of course. Uh, we're saving you. We're going to go Asher first. Kat
0: well, and also, it. I mean, Cat's Kat, in my new show, so well, yeah. Let's just let's let's exactly. save that. We, we
1: that did. Yeah, now. Michael was like, I'm like, let's get Cat too, and Michael's like, yes, yes, but you know, we've got to just eke it out because she's in five bedrooms. So I'm like, okay, cool, great. So Ashley Ketty is joining us today. Uh, she doesn't normally give interviews. She hasn't done a lot of interviews, but um, she's graciously agreed to chat to us. I can't believe it's been 10 years since I first saw the Weird Hour collection in her apartment.
0: <laughs> Weirdly, I can. I For me, it's one of those times I keep saying to people it's 10 years this week that Osprey aired and they act really, really shocked. But to me, when I think about that era, I was a different person. It was a really different time. When I mean, Kevin Rudd was PM. It, actually, Julia had just become PM. Barack Obama was in office. It just feels like another, another universe.
1: I had just moved back to Melbourne from Perth. I was living in a little place uh, in in a Mel- inner city, Melbourne, and um, very excitedly, you got a job on this show. And um, I know twenty ten. It, it does. Well, it's ten years. Sounds a long time. It does feel like another lifetime for me. Mm. I mean, I was just kind of writing the saintly bitch sings my first show. Um, God, oh my God, a decade! Oh, I know and
0: it was, this sense. was my first show too. Which, in retrospect, now that I look, I had to it took me a while before I got my first TV writing gig. I was kicking around being script assistants for ages, but then mm. in the end, I mean, how freaking lucky was I? I know. <laughs> Right, I was see, disappointed a few times when I didn't get jobs that I wanted, but then in the end, rom-com called offspring for channel 10. And I still remember some people saying to me, relationship dramas on channel 10, they just don't work anymore. And secret life oh. of us was a long time ago. Yeah. Are you sure you want to do that? And boom
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know rush rejected you i mean imagine well
0: yes look look. to be fair if you look at my writing i mean smart move on their part it was meant to be clearly no. clearly i got rejected from the crimey copy shows for a reason <laughs> i was destined to write neurotic 30 something women
1: <laughs> you have so much experience with them all right so we're about to get asher up and have a chat Are there any um, final words of warning you want to give me before just don't just just don't embarrass me too much,
2: okay? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's going
1: to be completely fine. (laughs)
0: All
1: right, let's bring Asher up now. All right, well, here she is. We're very excited. Um, Michael has already pre-warned her about chatting to me. Uh, we've already had a pre-chat to this interview, um, so I'm definitely going to say something awful just despite him. Ashiketty, welcome to Emsolation. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, babes, I'm so excited. As I said to you just off air, I think he's kept us apart for a decade, but no more.
2: <laughs> I think he has too. Oh. And I'm really intrigued as to no- know why you've kept us apart all this time? I, if I if I want to know anything about him, I have to look at their Instagram. Ah, uh, well, I'll
0: reveal it. I'll reveal it. <laughs> all in good Go time. Tell okay. me.
1: No, tell us right now oh, before okay. I all even right. get oh, into it. All right,
0: sure. No, no, no. It's not the reason why I've kept you apart. But do you want? Okay, here are the two similarities that I've noticed. That two traits that you share that I've never <laughs> met in any um, other person. Oh, okay. Firstly. Both of you, obviously, incredibly, incredibly hardworking artists. And despite wherever you're working, you always love to be sustained by the country and you often choose to live in the country, no matter how ridiculous the drive is to get both of you
1: to work.
2: (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) yes <laughs> I,
2: I just don't yes. get it like i mean yes. Ashu
0: often would have like 4 a.m starts and for many years of offspring yeah. she was living so far away in the country like i know was it sustaining and helpful for you to go back to the trees and to the farm
2: yeah you know what at the time it was and we're talking early offspring days mm. well kind of i guess um, i probably did five series of it actually. yeah um Traveling back and forth, and and yeah, I would I would get up at three or four in the morning. I'd go and see my horses, made me feel really good, and then I would drive the hour and a half and uh, get in the makeup chair. And then I, yes, of course, I'd be driving back in the dark at night. I could not do that now. I yeah. did that for the first five series of offspring, and I can't actually believe I did do it. But there's absolutely no way now with um, children in my life that I, <laughs> I would have the, the energy to do that, you know. Well, M does it
0: too. She's always moved out to the tree. She'll finish the project late at night and then have to yeah. drive for an hour to get home.
1: Yeah, I I need it. Otherwise, I just don't turn off. I don't know. And like Ashra, I guess I consume myself with my work and every fibre of my being gets infiltrated by the job that if I can't go to another location where it's trees and quiet, I just become a crazy lady. That's my answer. Yeah, well,
2: I may well have become a crazy lady in recent years because I've been living in the city (laughs) and I do frequently whinge about not having the trees in the space, I have to say. I drive my... Husband, mad. So oh, yes. I, I, I do struggle without it now. I really mm. do. I mean, mm. I, if I could choose to live in the country now, I probably still would. I would. Mm. But I, I just I, there's just too much going on though. And of course, mm. you know, I'm I've got kids that are at the age that they want to play soccer on the weekend and have play dates and all that. And the country sort of just wasn't cutting it for them. Mm. <laughs> so I'm being a bit selfish. All right. What's the second thing?
0: Oh, and the other one. The other one was it's the way both of you work because I think like both M as a sort of live performer and Asher as a, as a screen actress, like it's, you don't come from a place of a lot of formal training and you both work a hugely on instinct. And I've never seen two other performers that, um, you, if something's uh, needs help in, in in whatever you're doing, it's like it's you feel it before. It's it's a, it's a really instinctual approach to work, rather than a formal structure to what you're doing. And I always noticed with Asher doing scenes you didn't necessarily come into doing a scene with a big detailed plan about what you would do. You're in it and you felt it. And same with you, Em. When you get on stage, Ooh. I mean, if there was a plan, it goes No <laughs> Yes, yeah,
1: it's never a terrible. plan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I'm the opposite to both of you because yes, I'm a very yeah. intellectual, you know, I've planned it all out and I'm thinking through it. But mm. you guys seem to be more I know, that, instinct.
2: Michael, that's why we were that's why we work so well together, all of you. Yeah, it's because you you do that, and I do the opposite, and it just we sort of met in the middle. I feel like that's what we did for so many years on Offspring. You you did all the hard yards before I stepped on set, <laughs> and then I just let my instinct fly. Yeah. But also, in some
0: ways, cat um, cat as well is more like she's more sort of in her process a bit more like me, like a real yes. like more of yes. a structured planner. And what I find fascinating about it is. That if you look at the characters, in some ways, Kat has approached the work of do- the, the, the scene like almost in a Nina way of doing all the homework, whereas you're, you approach them more like a <laughs> yeah. Billy way. And that for some that reason on screen, way, yeah. though, you, you have the opposite auras and the chemistry just is just as perfect.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it?
1: Oh, I love all that. It's true. It's good, and it's definitely why you and I are friends. You're attracted to my chaos, yeah, and I I like I'm attracted sets, to your, sure. yeah, yeah. Well, I just while we're yeah. on Offspring, look, t- can you believe it has been ten years, Asha <gasps> Ten <No>. years, babes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I
1: know. Isn't that incredible? I, you know, I know, leading up
2: to this conversation, I was thinking about it. Obviously, it was present for the last few days, and I thought, oh, gosh, that really is amazing. 10 years. However, oh. having said, it, said that, I mean, it was such a huge journey for the show and the characters, but also for us personally. I mean, a lot of stuff happened through those years, you know, to, uh, the core group. Um, oh, totally. You know, Babies were born.
0: Marriages uh, marriages
2: happened. Divorces happened. Yeah. All sorts of things happened. You know, we, we lived through a lot. So if I look back on it, I think, Oh yeah, it has been ten years, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff happened. But it I had you know, can also say that I remember shooting the first scenes out at uh, the hospital that we yeah. were shooting in. Panch. Panch, yeah. <laughs> Pants. I remember shooting those first scenes as if they really were only kind of a year ago. Like I I, I remember how I felt.
1: Tell us. I want to hear it all. Oh, my God. As an Offspring fan, tell me about the first time you stepped into Nina's persona. I I mean, I'm desperate to know all of this. You and Michael know, but Yeah.
2: I guess the the wrangle at the beginning for me um, that kind of took over – Pretty much everything else, I have to say, was the inner monologue. And so we spent a lot of time really trying to work out how uh, that could be engaging for the audience in a, a way that wasn't predictable. I was really nervous about it being sort of like a sounding like a narration. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be spontaneous and I wanted it to be engaging in a way that we hadn't heard before on, on screen or seen. And so Michael was. Really helpful in that way because he kind of got, I, I mean, God, the amount of times I stood in front of you saying, but hang on a minute, it's got to be like this. It's got to come from here. It's got to come from there. And it's, you know, it has to fire off in all different directions so that it's a really true kind of chaotic inner monologue. It's, it's real thoughts that are just firing off in all different directions. And you really got that. So once we got that on paper, mm. I, I then felt like I was able, and it took a few episodes, but I then felt like I was able to really find the character. That's what helped, that's what, what it was, was finding that in a monologue and how that would work was what, what helped me to... Uh, my
0: feet. yeah and as Asher said just changing it from um from being sort of like the you know her character comes on and t- like Carrie Bradshaw in Sex and the City n- told a story from a kind of a mm. distance like it was a flashback but with Nina mm. we plonked you in her brain and I, I it always impressed me how you could act the the thought process and have it all sync up it must have been I mean, it's a really sophisticated thing that you were doing.
2: It was really challenging at times, but I wanted it to be, you know. You, you know I did. I wanted it to be challenging and I wanted it to be, I wanted the audience to feel what I was feeling as opposed to just watch me go through something or listen to me, you mm. know, uh, extrapolate about things. I just really wanted them to feel what I was feeling. And I think that's when it really started to sing. Nina, as uh, when she started to sing as a character, it was when we really got that we nailed the you know monologue. Yeah. And it became embarrassing and revealing and you know <laughs> You've been in my thoughts all day. This is an excellent fantasy. Simple but good. Too tired to stay awake during my own sexual fantasy.
0: You were totally game for humiliation. I still can't believe. <laughs> totally, we never. I I, Ashen never. There was nothing that we presented where she came back and said that's too far. Like, and, and sometimes, know, especially with fantasies. Punishment.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. No, but that's why that's why so many women loved Nina and still do is because you were messy and emotional and unfiltered and imperfect. Like, that's why I was drawn to her. Yeah,
2: that's what I wanted her to be, you know, so she was as relatable as possible but also infuriating and also really kind of – and Michael would walk on set. And, you know, all the writers actually occasionally would walk on set after we'd been delivered a new episode, and I would be seeing the fantasies of the from the scene for the first time, <laughs> I'd read them the night before, and they would walk on, particularly Michael actually, quite sheepishly, and just sort of, you know, crab alongside of me to sort of just move in the other direction, in case I might, you know, say, are you joking, you want me to do that, but... I never did. I just pushed myself to do it because I nothing was ever written that didn't feel true to me. Yeah, uh, you know, it just, it, it just
1: always felt true, even though it was
2: really flawed. It was just the most fun.
1: But was there something that Michael did deliver? What was the one scene? Was there any scenes in particular where you you really had to push yourself to do them? Like you felt? Was there anything? Anything that you remember?
0: Um, bad pregnant was a stretch. He did
1: the bad pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> So
2: the bad. That's where my mind went straight away. Is the bad. Right? So <laughs> explain you know. that scene. Explain
1: it. Explain it. Yeah.
0: It was season four. It was, Nina was pregnant and she was sort of having a nightmare about, about doing all the wrong things pregnant. And I, and I, I had the idea really early on and I did not forewarn Asher before it was in the script. I strategically decided just let the script go out and then she'll see that the opening of this episode is her like eight months pregnant, rapping and eating sushi and how will she go?
2: And she didn't blink. And I did it. I didn't – well, I did blink privately, but I did I – did, I did. I did think, well, how fantastic. I mean, what a wild fantasy. It just really made sense to me that we would have that. And I loved that you pushed it that, that far <laughs> sometimes because that's what set the show apart. It was appalling what she was doing in that fantasy. <laughs> Granted, I only had literally, I was so busy during those couple of episodes we were shooting. I had one night to get that choreography down to the, the, you know, the hip-hop dancing So I was a bit cross about that But other than that, it's fun. <laughs> Oh, yeah What you looking for? Step in the club, it's a quarter to four The ground be staring She's got a baby on board older at the like She's an alcoholic Chill out, y'all It's a from a folding She's bad Bad pregnant She's bad Bad Pregnant. I might be third trimester, but I can keep it pace. I got six inch heels and a big elastic waist. So when I'm with a hottie, he knows I'm on the hunt. Both babies got back, but this mother's got front. She's bad. Bad, bad Pregnant. Bad. Bad pregnant.
0: The <laughs> the thing that I feel like people, it's really hard for people to understand quite the level of this because it's really rare that there's a show that is so stacked on one character. I mean, there are some things like, you know, Rake, where it's a lot of Richard Rocks, but that's only eight episodes and that wouldn't have these elaborate fantasies and sometimes and then the no. other thing I would say, there's a, there's a few things in off scenes like obviously when we go off with Billy, Nina is sometimes not in those scenes, but the way that we shot it, which blows my mind, is we did a second unit so cat scenes were often shot parallel to so Asher never got a
1: break. Oh God! Now he always said that she's always like she works so hard. People Ten don't scenes understand. a day. Yeah, <laughs> that was all he ever said. And also, I have the other side to the bad pregnant. I got the text as he was writing it. Like he was wow. so he was so thrilled to be doing it. He's like, "Bitch, I'm getting a musical <laughs> number into Offspring. I'm not telling Asha. It's gonna be outrageous." He was so excited. Oh, and I loved Michael, it. Did yeah. you dance in that as well? Were you an no, extra no 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 so
0: that was there was another musical fantasy which i also <laughs> completely love i did more than one don't you worry i did actually i think i did four musical fantasies over the course of the show but the other one was in season three and this is one of my most vivid asher memories as well because <laughs> it was it was when nina goes out and she, she we see how she imagines she's dancing which is perfectly choreographed and then it cuts to yeah. how she really looks so very That's much really based on my own personal experience and that was a really <laughs> elaborate choreograph- choreographed routine and i we did really dance in that I.
2: And I also remember it was sweltering hot. Yes, you were beautiful in that. You were wonderful in it. It was boiling hot. That actually was, I have to say, that was my favourite. Oh, well, I my love favourite it! Favourite episode. I really did love drunk Nina. Drunk, drunk Nina. Nina. I mean,
1: what,
2: how, you could, there's no more fun to be had. It was just great, oh so my sick. god.
0: And there was. I didn't know until we got onto the set what Asher was going to pull out for when Nina danced <laughs> drunk.
2: <laughs> Neither no, did I. And it was, (laughs) I can't,
0: it was, it was incredible. Go back and watch it. She's doing some sort of praying mantis sort of (laughs) flinging her arms around. You kissed Jane Harbour. I still remember
2: that. It was beautiful. I did. High kicks were involved.
0: That's right. Oh, man. It was just an incredible, I don't know where it came from, but I respected it so much.
2: Neither do I. I really don't, know. But it was fun. He'll always have the quinoa. And you'll always have the Woody Allen movies and the Friends and the Pets and the dancing. You will always have the dancing.
1: This, this could get bad. Yeah. Wish i bought a camera. In the peak of Offspring, Hysteria and fever, yeah. were people coming up to you in the street? Like, Were you getting hustled? Is that why you're out in the country? Because there was <laughs> Nina fever. People were copying your outfits. People were copying your hair, yeah. your makeup. Like, like what was that nice. like living through that? Tell me. Um,
2: look, you know, it went through different phases. I think it's, tr- it's fair to say that around 2013 when it was, we were kind of at our, you know, uh, it was mm. it was offspring fever all over the country, <laughs> and it was it was yes. gold low time and all all that was happening mm. uh, i would be lying if I didn't say it was it was pretty full on it was a little it was mm. quite overwhelming at that that time mm. um and I mm. think we were around sort of season four ish or season something like that season four season five period and yes it was it was full on but you know. It went through phases. I felt a bit overwhelmed at that time. and thought, "Oh my gosh, what's happened? Like, what's happened to my life? Where I, I can't, I can't go anywhere anymore without being meaner. Yeah. I'm not mean anymore." It was a bit confusing, mm. but, but then it, it kind of moved into a different place, at which I have to say is still, I, I'm still in now. I mean, mm. I, still, I still have people all the time, nearly every day, talking about Offspring. Oh. So it, it, you know, just out and about. And certainly on social media as well. I had mm-hmm.
0: guests at my wedding when Asher was um, present come up to reveal to me afterwards. <laughs> I had I had to go up to Asher and just tell her that, that I watched that show when I had my babies and she got me through it and I burst out <laughs> crying and she was really yeah. nice
2: about it. <laughs> I know, but do you know what? That's still happening, Michael, because we have this big US audience. I know, now. yeah. And, and other countries who kind of, you know. And I'm still getting messages every day saying you know that are the same as the messages were uh five five years ago. So it's just we're having a whole new life now, you know. Yeah,
0: and it's also a lot of people in North America are watching it in lockdown as well. I mean, Asha gets lots of loving messages. I get lots of hate still for Killing Patrick still to this day, but it makes me feel affection. (laughs) We should
1: talk about, obviously, we we have gone nearly 20 minutes not mentioning the very famous episode and – the effect it had on Michael's life, Asha Keddie. I don't know if you're aware of the effect that that episode had on Michael's life. Is she aware, Michael?
0: Well, it wasn't. I mean, it was a positive effect overall, but, yeah, I did have a massive wobble for about a solid <laughs> two weeks there. Asha very smartly stayed clear of social media. That was a very I smart have. move yeah. for her professionally. But we got to
1: take it back. I want to take it back. So, Asha, when you read what was going to happen mm. to Patrick, what was your first reaction? Oh,
2: look, it was such a big deal. I was sat down at the at at din- dinner with <gasps> the producers, you know. Oh. I mean, they took me out for dinner to, to give me that news. That was, was a big deal. Did you think they were killing uh, off Nina when they took you out for dinner? <laughs> 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 they couldn't do that. No, they couldn't do that. I knew they. I knew I was safe. <laughs> no, I was. <laughs> I was actually really. I was really emotional. I think I mm. actually cried at oh. dinner when they told oh. me. And oh. that's how invested we were in the show. I mean, we really were. And of course, you know. Matt and I, although we've never really spoken about this because we're just seen as, as Nina and Patrick, Matt and I were were and are very close, you know, and we had a very intense working relationship establishing Patrick and Nina. I mean, it was a massive love story. It was mm. just, you know, it was palpable on every level. You know, we were so invested in it and, and I adore him and i I I kind of had really mixed feelings. I think I may have been a bit cranky when they told me Imogen and John, but but then I really got it and I understood that actually that was what was going to shape the show in a lot of ways, and it did. Are you Dr. Reed's wife? I'm his partner. I'm his sister. Uh, which of you is the obstetrician? I am. He had a subdural bleed in the meningeal layer uh, between the dural mater and the arachnoid. Oh, God. And it was
0: very messy in there, and we, we worked to ease the pressure and to locate the source of the bleed and to suture the blood vessels.
2: How is he? Can we go and see him?
0: Um, we weren't successful.
2: What? Um,
0: we did everything we could, but he didn't survive the procedure. I'm so sorry.
2: Oh. <gasps> oh
0: yeah oh i loved it as a story completely and i and i, I, mean, I it was nerve. A story. Yeah. yeah and even right into season five i still remember the the actual last goodbye between nina and by that stage uh, uh, ghost patrick when she sort of says thank you for being Ooh. my lover thank you for being my friend I, uh, oh, every, no, don't.
2: oh God, I don't every time
0: for no. me that's the was one of the most just purely <laughs> devastating bits it was incredible it was incredible thank you for being my lover
2: Thank you for living. I'll love you
1: forever. I'll never stop loving you. Goodbye. We're talking about emotional moments when, when, Billy, when Billy says to Nina, I'll love the baby for you if you can't. Like that, for I me, know. I'll never recover from that line. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that was really heartbreaking, that scene, wasn't it? How am I going to be a good mum? I feel so broken. Means I'm thinking more clearly than you are at the moment, and and I know that you're going to love this baby. What if I do? Well, then I'll cover you. If you're too sad to start with, I'll love the baby. I'll I'll love the baby until you're ready to. You know, Patrick's death led us to be able to, for that family to grow. Do you totally. know what I mean? And it, and it needed to. And that's why, that's why you made the choice to do it, isn't it? Really? I mean, oh, no one wanted yeah. to have a Matt Ledbet and, and Patrick. It wasn't about that. It was, it was about how does this family grow from this point in the middle, you know, in, in a fifth series. So. It was full on. I mean the reaction was just extreme. I had people crying in supermarkets. I had, there was all <laughs> It was really intense. They were so invested in oh it. And I just oh stand God. there and say, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what else can you say? <laughs> I'm
0: really sorry that you one experience that I had that obviously you would never get because you're way too identifiable is I would often be sitting in cafes or sitting at hairdressers and people would start speaking about the show you know and sometimes i would actually be sitting in a cafe writing scenes for the show and i'd hear the next table spark up and start having a big debate about offspring and it was really intense yes. to sit there just listen listening as they as 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 they chatted about mm-hmm. it but at the same time you know i mean that's what you do it for you want it to impact on people's lives and and have that's them care right. so much they just cared So much that it was almost scary. I mean, but we all cared so much, so it was it was very validating in that way. Yeah, it was.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Can I put you both on the spot? Let's let's do this right now. Michael's very nervous.
2: Yeah, what the hell?
1: (laughs) I'm a bit nervous too. What? Don't be. You trust me? No, I mean, just I'm just asking the question. All offspring fans want to know: Could there be an offspring movie? Could this happen? There's something you two would consider. I feel we need it. If the 2020 energy is low, if I found out there was an offspring movie, I could go on. I what don't do think, think
0: it's going to hit in 2020, put it that way. Uh. <laughs> I don't.
1: We're all off doing different things, but
0: I think we've learned, never say never, but uh, to my knowledge, there is no offspring. I did put out a joke on Twitter about Nina in the pandemic, because I don't know if you're aware, Asha, but there's a hot doctor in Melbourne, Brett Sutton, and I just kept thinking about how he would be a character in offspring.
2: Oh, you are hilarious, honestly. Yeah, I, I I just say never say never as well because we, but, but there's certainly no
1: there's certainly no talk about it at the moment. Oh God, I will tell you what every every gossip news site's story editor's vagina's just tingled and they don't know why. I will tell you, you've never you've, you've both said never say never. I'm taking it.
0: <laughs> but we should also finish. Asha is currently working on, and we can reveal what she's working on at the moment, yes, which is yes. incredibly exciting. Let
1: her tell us. Let her tell. Asha, yes. where, what are you doing? Who are you working with? What's going on?
2: I am working on Nine Perfect Strangers, which is uh, based on a Liane Moriarty book. All her books are fantastic. And yes. she wrote Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same production team as Big Little Lies, their next mm-hmm. production. And so it's David E. Kelly, it's
1: uh, mm. Made
2: Up Stories, it's Nicole Kidman with her production company, lots of films. And so I am working with, oh, it's, it's really great. The, the, the drama is fantastic. I'm, I'm away now. We've just started shooting and working with Nicole and Melissa McCarthy. Amazing. Oh my, God. Oh my God. wonderful Michael Shannon is playing my husband. <gasps> I'm playing his wife. Uh, it, it's a super-duper and a really,
1: really great, I mean, really great script. Stay Kelly, be I
2: reckon. Oh my so God! I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy at the
1: moment. I love how she just rolled out, yeah, I'm with Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah.
0: and can I just yeah. say, speaking on behalf <laughs> of Asha's gay fans and, and friends, but gay fans, since in recent years, Asha has worked with Kylie Minogue on Swinging mm. Safari and Kate yeah. Blanchett on Stateless, and now Nicole yeah. Kidman. Nine Perfect Strangers, yes. so it's like she's doing a tour of Australia's greatest gay
2: icons. <laughs> I could not be happier. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> oh,
1: so when will we get to see this on our screens, Ashiketty? I think it'll probably be released next year.
2: You know, we're shooting up until the end of this year, but it's a, yeah. it's a long shoot.
0: And the only other thing that's extraordinary about it is, of course, David E. Kelly wrote oh. Ally McBeal. And back in the early days when Offspring first yeah. started, people used to call it Ali McDoctor. When Before they knew what the show was and before we sort of settled in, oh, yeah. they used to, it was hard to find a show to, com- people tried to compare it to Love My Way, but it was nothing like that. I mean, obviously, because you were in it. And then also Secret yeah. Life of Us, it got compared to, but then Ellie McDoctor sort of stuck for the first season a little bit. And so, yeah. and now here you are all these years, <laughs> 10 years later, working with the, the guy <laughs> with who created Cow- that show. Incredible. I know, right? It is incredible. <laughs> I
2: know.
1: Yeah,
2: oh, I'm gosh. really thrilled to Be doing this, it's an amazing role, too. I feel really lucky oh.
1: really great. We're, we're thrilled you're doing it, too, because really, by extension, we're doing it. Just, <laughs> yeah, just under, un, understand I that. Can't like, believe
2: we're actually talking, in. he's actually
0: oh. allowed us to speak in terms I know. of. What kind of... <laughs> well, on I that know. note, it's probably <laughs> time to wrap it up.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. I just, I mean, I just feel like, I mean, obviously, I'm all I see now. It's, of you through your Instagram, but I would dig daily checkups on you through him. We would have daily phone calls while our spring was being filmed and everything yeah. was going on. And I was very much <laughs> attached. I would be across the storylines while he was writing them and be really worried for Nina and worried for Billy. And he has kept us yeah. apart. He's worried about our raw energy being in the same
0: <laughs> space. <laughs> Too much instinct. <laughs>
1: To, he thinks if we get together, we'll just spontaneously combust uh, in emotion. Look, I'm just proud of how you just keep working, and you just you know what? You keep it tidy too, Keddy. You keep it tidy. There's no scandals. Keep it tidy, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You no keep it. No, you, you're the Beyonce of actoring in Australia. Like I, I only ever see you professionally. <laughs> oh, I love that! What a compliment! i like, I know. I know how you feel about Beyonce. Oh, yeah.
0: No, and also mm. incredible projects, uh, especially, yeah. you know, the past couple of years, the yeah. cry, uh, the hunting yeah. was these really – and it's interesting actually because in some ways I do. one thing I do remember about offspring just quickly before we go is it, one of the big surprises was to see Asher doing broad comedy at times because we, we didn't know – I mean, when you look back at Love My Way, Julia had some really funny moments in that, but to see the kind yes. of clowning that Nina sometimes did, it was this whole other – Element of 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 your skills yeah. as a performer that we just hadn't seen, and in some ways, it's a bit of an atypical project no, for I, you.
2: I have not seen them either. <laughs> <laughs> I just, the clowning, no, but the clowning was just something. was just pure joy for me. That was the best part of it for yeah, me. It was being yeah. able to clown on screen as opposed to on stage, or which I had just, yeah. you know. Yeah. So uh, that again, that you know, that's what the, the show. That's why the show had a point of difference which I really wanted was like, I was able to clown you mm. see that on screen very often I kept thinking of Lucille Ball and you know the people that I grew up thinking were amazing and just so entertaining and to have that opportunity was really exciting to me I, oh. I just loved it yeah I mean you're making me miss it now <laughs>
1: The movie's there. The movie option is there. <laughs> just want to say it. No, but I want to be able to say to you, to your face via the internet, um, I mean, when you played Ida Bartros, I wept, I have to say. Like,
2: oh, I don't Yeah, I loved doing that too. That it was, was the, the, the
1: wardrobe, the hair, like yeah. everything about it was just, it was my favourite. It's my it favourite. It was cool, thing. wasn't it? Yeah, it mm-hmm. was so cool. <laughs> yeah, All right, that's well,
2: definitely one of my favorite jobs too. <laughs> That's amazing.
1: Ashiketty, Keddie, uh, you're so wonderful. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. We know you don't give interviews, but we just, you know, we feel very special. Thank you so much. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. It was lovely to talk to you both. Oh, good. And
0: thank you, and thank you for Nina as well. The whole, like, it is really making me nostalgic. And and it, I still, I was just yeah. saying before this began, it was my first job uh, on in TV as a writer. And to have actors of the calibre of you and Kat doing, Scenes was just unbelievable. I can't mm. believe my luck, and and the fact that we got to continue it for so long. It's just well, what a gift. Well, we
2: were equally equally gifted with with you. On oh, it was like, <laughs> oh. such a combination, wasn't it? It was such a collaboration. It was, it was perfect. That's when it's the best, isn't it? Is when it's yeah. such a collaboration. Exactly. Like
1: and oh. so I don't yeah. feel left out. Thank you for mining my life to provide. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very happy for, to for Billy. Um, yeah, just I just didn't want to feel left out of okay, being love for sure. going on. So yeah, all right. Uh, thank you, thanks, Asha. Have a good day with Nicole Kidman. Yes, I will see you guys. Bye. 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 Oh, we'll just keep. Let's just finish up now. We'll just keep recording. Oh. Well, are you are you okay with that? Are you happy with I'm that? I'm very go out? happy
0: with that. Thank you.
1: She's so cute. But <laughs> next time you're not invited. For God's sake. Oh, <laughs> <I'll> insist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, just so I understand, can you just so she's working on who was who was she saying was her love interest?
0: Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon, who I know from the Superman, uh the new <gasps> Superman movies. Oh, it's and Luke Evans is in it, who plays Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. It is insane. <gasps> it, I love it,
1: Luke Evans. He was in a vampire movie. Yeah. Oh! That's another
0: gay icon that she's working with. She just yeah, can't stop working with the gay icons.
1: She's so well, great. Well, she herself and is
0: one, of course. So Totally. Mm.
1: I'm glad that we got to put out there how hard she works because that's something you always said about Asha over the years. That people have no idea how hardworking she is. So
0: no, I think that they, people have this perception of actors, like they sit in the makeup truck mm. and then they sort of wander onto set and everything like that, but not when you're doing series television in the mm. capacity that she was with that mm. kind of loading on one character. It was Crazy!
1: Oh my goodness, can't believe it's in ten years. Cat Stewart, I know you're listening. You're next on our hit list. Don't even worry. Uh, that's that's going to be the next one. I'm very excited. Uh, thank you for showing up to this emulsification conversation, Michael Lucas. I, uh, you know, appreciate your time. Look forward
0: to crashing some more <laughs> next time I'm All right. invited.
1: <laughs> All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.